All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Voice by Matt show. My name is Matt Bertho. I'm your host, and I have Zach Babcock with me today. Alpha dog, alpha underdog, right? Let's go, baby. <laughs> and Matt, Zach, dude. dude, Zach is probably one of the most energetic, humble, loving, kind, um, go-getter guys that, that, you know, his alpha underdog, it, I get it now. You know, it, it took me a while to understand what that meant. I mean, even like probably like two or three weeks ago, I was just running and I was thinking about, you know, alpha because some, somebody was like, you're an alpha male. And I was like, okay. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, Zach has alpha underdog. And then I, I thought about something that you talked about uh, at Unmute in, D or in New York City about you helping the underdog out and that these are kinds of the people that you attract. And so I'm so excited for you to share your voice today, Zach, your story and where you're going, where you're at now. But um, I think the first time I noticed you, and I know that this was on purpose now because I've heard your, your speeches on it twice. The first time I noticed you was uh, with Andy Frisella on a picture you posted up. So uh, I'm, I'm so blessed to have you in my life as a friend and as a supporter. Um, as, a, as a real dude, we were talking about that before the podcast. This guy is a real guy that shares his wins, that shares his struggles, his pain, um, and his journey and his story. So welcome to the show, man. Matt, dude, I wasn't expecting anything less of a, of a legendary introduction because that's just what you do. Um, thank you, brother, for blessing me with the stage, with the platform on your show today. It's true. You put your blood, sweat, and tears all the time into, man. So thank you for having me here. Yeah, man. Um, so Zach, the, Zach had me as an MC, or no, had me sing the, na the national anthem at his event um, that he had. Man, when was that? That was... July, July 15th. Holy crap. That feels like it was like. <laughs> it went by. It was. Forever ago. It was July 15th. It wasn't 15th? that long ago, but yeah, it does feel like that. <laughs> it does. It does feel like it was forever ago, but that was just a couple months ago, a few months ago. So Zach, <laughs> let's, let's, let's drop bombs today. Let's just start out of the gate. Tell them about your voice. How'd you find your voice? Where are you from? your the, the floor is yours man man finding your voice brother i love that shit man um i'm always finding my voice man it's like it's like you find it you have these like for me i've noticed like these if it tends to be like these rock bottom moments ish moments like maybe not rock bottoms but low points low seasons of your life where a lot of people it doesn't feel good going through those low seasons of life but there's always the greatest gifts sprout from 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 adversity and so that's the same with me man and and i i found i changed my life inside of a prison cell after a, a life of in and out of juvenile detention centers boys homes rehab psych wards you name it graduated man. to jails and prison and did that from nine years old all the way to 26 and that's when i decided to turn my life around was in a prison cell when i missed my twin son's birth by 20 days and that's where i found my voice and I've been Ooh, building the, on it ever since. Ooh, there's a lot. There's a lot that uh, Zach <laughs> just kind of fast forwarded on us. Uh, and I know if I'm listening to that, I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, 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 pause, 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 pause. <laughs> so I'm I'm just gonna do this like if you were a client for a second. So I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> break it down on you. So Zach, <laughs> tell me about childhood for a second. Tell me about mom and dad. Like, were they together? Where did you grow up? Dude, I love this now. I love talking about this now because I've answered this question so many times on the 300 plus podcasts that I've been a guest on over the years before I started doing my personal work. And the answer that it's a totally different story now. Um, and the reason mm. why is because we all grow up and we all have had traumatic shit that happened to us 
pre turning seven and shit that happens traumatic tra- trauma is a part of life right we, we we just weren't taught how to deal with it and, and heal it and move on with life um but uh had this shit uh the, the answer now is because our, our our ego stuffs that shit below the surface to try and protect us and so we don't feel it and uh and we'll 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 paint our parents in the greatest of light and 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 they were in a lot of cases everybody's situation is different so for me i'm gonna speak on me personally my dad died when i was seven uh before that uh damn uh, how do you die yeah uh so my parents got a divorce when i was seven um and then we moved to ferguson um which uh you know it, it ain't the best uh neighborhood it's a little ghetto um and when i moved there i was a new kid uh getting picked on right away <clears throat> i'm seven years old and so i'm going to my dad and get to see him every other weekend and i'm like trying to go to him to figure out like how to deal with getting picked on and how to be a man all this stuff and uh shortly after that he died and shortly after that my dog right like so it's like all this shit starts tail spinning and then in school bro i was always i i uh i got they they told me i had add adhd abcd efg right. all that shit like literally uh because it's just school's not for me right it's uh so- it's uh it's good for for a lot of people it, it's not a cookie cutter for for everyone and Zach, yeah, there's a lot to unpack, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, man. And I, I, I don't, I don't like if you don't want to talk about this, just let me know. But how, how did your dad pass away? Oh, he died. So he died from a car crash. They found alcohol, weed, and cocaine in his system. Um, Damn. yeah. Uh, and what was crazy is that I was seven at the time, and when we were in the <sighs> hospital, dude, um, me and my sister, we went there the night before, and then my two half brothers and half sister you know that i haven't even seen since, since he died except for i kept in touch with my half sister wow uh yeah it's crazy um we were there at that night before the, then the next day that morning we go in there and they let us know that that he died and my sister and my mom are crying but like i, I was hugging my mom and my sister but i wasn't crying and it's like i was trying to but i didn't really know how to deal with it and it was like what i realized now is my i was splitting splitting off and like and and compartmentalizing that and stuffing it and uh yeah and so uh it's crazy you know to learn that stuff at 33 years old you got daddy issues and shit like that because you know your dad's your hero and you always wanted to you know uh have your dad in your life and you're like what what did i do wrong and stuff whenever you didn't do nothing wrong in the first place so that's wiring that you had to go and undo and this shit's hard to fucking do right but you know it's it's uh you're 33 no, I'm 35 now, but I started 35. doing this work at 33. Yeah. So I lost my grandpa when I was in high school. He committed suicide. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the first time anybody close to me passed away. Um, we didn't know he was upset. We didn't know um, he was sad, depressed. Uh, you know, we didn't even talk about that in the 90s, really. Um, right. And then my dad, my dad got super depressed super sad um i guess he was on depression pills he drank a lot ate a lot never talked about it with us um so you know you talk about you know daddy issues you know i i get it like i um about five years ago i called my dad out and i called him on the phone i said why don't you say i love you ever i mean i Mm. said that to everybody to 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 my students to strangers why don't you say that and he goes matt uh he got kind of choked up a little bit and he goes i didn't even know i didn't say it because mm. it wasn't know. probably said to him as a kid exactly mm. and and so this this journey that you're on that i'm on right now um we're we're changing our family tree to voice, <laughs> to use our voice, like what you're doing on your podcast and what you've been doing on your podcast, what you've been doing with these events and, and all these speak engagements that you've had. Like you are changing your family tree. Your, your kids are never not going to share their emotions. Like they'll never have to go through what you're going through and what I'm going through because of you. Dude, powerful shit. And that's exactly what motivates me so much these days. That's why I go and do it is 
because of my kids, because I don't want to pass that shit on. And, and look here, man, while we're on the topic, ain't nobody perfect. Ain't nobody going to be perfect. And um, I'm not the person like, oh, this shit happened to me and play a victim because I ain't no fucking victim either. Fucking uh, there's shit that happened to you as a kid that you couldn't control. But as an adult, it's our responsibility 100 percent to go out and write the ship and to go and clean it up. You know what I mean? And, and move forward. And uh, or man, not. Right. Most, like, or not. And be a loser. That, and for all you alphas that talk about, oh, I'm going to do excellence and build the biggest, baddest yeah. shit then go do the biggest, baddest work. Then, dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't talk hard. about it. Be about it. It's hard. You know? Uh, yeah, so, this is the so, hardest shit, harder than any business shit, period. Yeah, so Allison Lager, you know her, and I know her. Absolutely. She, uh, When we went to Tony's event, you know, I was going through some really, really hard shit that is brand new to me that I, I'm going to go ahead and say on this podcast, Zach, this is the first time I've talked about it um, because I know what you're going to talk about today. And... Uh, yeah, so ooh, this is hard to say out loud. <laughs> um, yeah, my wife and I are getting divorced. And uh, wow, I haven't said that yet. She told me yeah. August 5th. And uh, it was one of the hardest days of my life. Um, but on that trip, I uh, made good friends with Allison Lager. And she listened to my story and she listened to what I went through and the circumstances I'm going through now. And she said, Matt, uh, there's this book out there that's called adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. It's this big ass red book. It's giant. And it's a 12 <laughs> step. It's a 12 step program. Um, and I was looking for groups in my area. The only one that was close was, uh, Wichita. And I didn't feel like driving up there, you know, every Tuesday, because I want to be with my boys. And that, that's one of the things I've learned through this whole divorce process for me is I gave my energy to everyone else except for Andrea, Max, and Leo. And I own it. Mm. I've, I've, I've corrected it. Um, it's too late for Andrea, obviously. Like, it's happening. We are getting divorced. Um, this is the first time I've said this openly, too. So anybody that listens to this podcast... Uh, yeah, there's your news. If, if it's shocking to you, um, August 5th, it was very shocking to me. Now I understand it's probably going to be the best for both of us. Um, and for the boys, but I say that because that book, I went through those 12 steps, man, Zach, it changed my life. It made me realize that, um, I wasn't crazy, but you talk about the work and the reason why I bring this up is because that book every day. I hated that I had to read that book, hmm. hated it. But it was work, deep work, hard work that you had to reflect on your behavior, your actions, the shit that you've done in the past. And you reflect on it and you own it. You forgive yourself and you grow from it. That's yes. the work. That's it. it. Sounds it's simple, but that shit ain't easy. But yes, it's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Man, I just want to thank thank you, brother, for having the courage to do that because you don't know how many lives you're helping just by doing what you just did. Well, uh, we're both business people. We both like uh, making money. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Both, you got to take both, care of your family. We both love changing lives. We're on earth to change lives. But sometimes we get caught up in the wrong shit. We get caught up in the wrong uh, hustle, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking about before the podcast, I was uh, talking to Zach about how amazing Zach's energy is and about how he gives so much energy to people. And how he needs to be careful to not give it so much and then people just take it for granted and just take it from him and leave him empty. Because I've had the same thing happen in my life. And then what happens? We get pissed off. We get frustrated. We get discouraged. We get lonely. Because we're alone in those moments when we have nothing else to give. Nothing else to give. And so, you know, Zach, I... I just saw an opening to talk about it with you. Um, 
you know, I know that Zach does for people what I do for people. Um, Zach gives people a safe space to share. And I do the same thing. So Zach gave me a safe space to share today on my on my podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, let's. You you know I think what what triggered me was you were seven when your parents got divorced, and little Leo's eight, my kid. Mm. And uh, you know I had I had choices to do some dumb shit when all this went down August fifth. You know, let, I'll just be honest, like suicidal thoughts, when to drink everything. You know, I thought about smoking some weed and, you know, eating a bunch of edibles and shit and being ridiculous. Um, obviously, I didn't do any of that. I wanted to, but I didn't. And I, you know, you talk about alpha. I think that's alpha. I think that's alpha is when you go through a shit storm like that and you don't commit suicide. You don't exactly. go to drugs. You don't just drink your freaking face off, right? You don't just eat everything and get overweight and play freaking Madden all day long. Like I could have. Um, I used to be the I Madden could've. champion too. Oh yeah? Let everybody know. Yeah, we would have had fun in college. For sure, Zach. Uh <laughs> But I, you know, I, I unpack all that for the listeners because that's the truth. And Zach's going to tell you a lot of truth today. So, you know, Zach, the door's open, man, for you to drop everything you want to drop today that's going to help people find their voice. But Zach said it at the beginning of the podcast. If you don't go through the darkness, you don't go in the cave, you don't, like, face the darkness. Like, the, I think one of the most epic moments, there's two in cinematography history is one in Empire Strikes Back when Luke Skywalker goes to Yoda's planet and he's getting Jedi trained and he goes into the cave and he's like in a meditative state yep. and, he's, and he fights Darth Vader and he chops Darth Vader's head off and then he opens freaking Darth Vader's helmet and he sees his face, Luke Skywalker's face. He's like, oh shit, I don't want to turn into my dad powerful but he had mm -hmm. to actually face his worst fear the other one same kind of badass moment lord of the rings return of the king freaking aragorn and he's got gimli and the archer dude they're getting ready to go into the the cave with the the uh, the the dead the cave of the dead and he's like i don't fear death and then he rolls into that cave and then takes that sword out and faces death, faces, faces his ancestry, which completely screwed up the whole Lord of the Rings because Sauron got the, the ring and, you know, but he faced it. He faced his family tree. Oh, shit, that's so true. He faced his family tree in that moment and said, no, I'm reclaiming my throne. This is what I'm doing. Those two moments, man. That's, that's a, like, a moving moment for all of us to reflect on and be like, oh, that's I guess life. I do need to face my shit. I guess I do need to face my shit. I guess I do need to face the shit of my ancestors and take responsibility for the shit that they gave me. Mm. That's life, man. For real. I mean, like, I, everybody has their own views and viewpoints, but dude, like, what else are we here for? It's just a bunch of tests, man, and you're become. it's a... It's not about the end result. It's about the journey. It's about who, who you're becoming in the process. And I know it sounds so cliche or whatnot. Well, cliches are cliches for a reason. You know what I mean? It's life, man. Dude, could you imagine like if all of us were in like some superhero movie? Right? <laughs> That'd be badass. <laughs> well, like looking at your life right now where you're at, because I can feel it. I can see it. I can hear it. And looking at where I'm at in my life right now, we know what's about to happen in the movie. It's game time. <laughs> yeah. You know, Iron Man, he's building his fucking suit. Batman's putting his cave together. 
Superman's going into his cave to find his crystals. That kind of shit. That's what's happening right now with both of us. We're going back in the cave and rebuilding. Amen. It's and, it, it's it's crazy because it's ex, it's not just figuratively, but literally what I read in the process of rebuilding my entire content machine, which is my number one thing as a creator. I love creating and it. Yes. So you're speaking the gospel right now. Yeah, so uh, Chaz, de, de, what is it? Chaz the bag or Chaz the bag? Yeah, D E B A double G. <laughs> oh man, I love that. We'll, we'll have to have him on the show sometime too, dude. Yes, and I'd love to interview you on his podcast if you're down. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so oh. Zach. Sorry, I we went we went off a little bit, but let's go back to your origin. You went to jail, um, and then you know you you saw your dad die, drug overdose. It sounds like with the car crash, you're there. You detach emotionally from what's going on, and I did the same thing with my grandpa when he passed away when he committed suicide. Like I was like, this is not real. This did yeah. not really. Just and he tried to just like stuff it. Yep. Yeah, dude. So that, 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 uh, I'll give you a cliff notes high version. We can always unpack more. That kicked off a tailspin. School was always told you're fuck up, never going nowhere by all the teachers, school counselors. Cause I was always getting in trouble. Um, the kids there, I didn't have a dad. So like I used to throw weird and stuff because I didn't have a dad. And like people would make fun of me and say I throw like a girl. God like shit like dang, that. man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and <laughs> for real. Uh, and then um, the the worst, mm. though, was at nine years old, I was smoking weed and not going to school, just wouldn't go to school. Nine? And, um, nine years old. And so my mom put me in a rehab because she was trying to do what she thought was best for me. But what that told me was like, man, she, she's giving me away. She, you know, she's selling she me gave to the up. Exactly. She, she, you know, she, she, she don't have my back. I can't trust her. All these things. And, um, and then I got kicked out of there, of course, because I was nine years old, the youngest kid in there, got in a fight with a 13-year-old, got my ass whooped, and then they recommended oh that they put me God. in a psych ward. What? Yeah, they recommended, and my mom did it. And so they put me in a psych ward for five days, and I literally thought I was going to die 24-7 in there. Everything you hear about psych wards, it's all that and worse. Like, the, the staff abuse you verbally, physically. There's crazy-ass fucking kids in there, like, laughing or crying and screaming and outbursting and they I get woke up at like two or three or four in the morning and they're injecting me with all types of drugs and taking what? my blood. Yes. And then they had me on all trazodone, Seroquel and all types of fucking shit that had me like a zombie. My mom took me out of there after five days and got me off all this shit. Thank God. But she put me in there. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I got thrown to the wolves and shit, dude. And like that fucking, yeah, that, that was a lot, a lot of shit that I had to unpack, you know, and so uh, nobody, I was nobody... living with for a lot of my life. So nobody took the time to sit you down and talk to you about what it felt like to lose your dad. Bro, I just learned at 33 motherfucking years old that. Go ahead. Calms you down. If I'd had that, you know, I'm not making no if I would. I ain't going to say that shit. I'm glad for everything that did happen because I'm at where I'm at right now in life. And dude, all that shit literally built a, a resilience and a strength of character in me that and a mental fortitude that I can draw on for a lifetime. And I'm grateful for all of it. And I'm working through dude. Like, so, so think about it like this. I went through all that in my life and all dude, I could go through crazy story after crazy story, getting shot at all types of crazy shit, right? Mm -hmm. Near death experiences all throughout my life. And like, that's why I can be like in intense situations and keep my cool and shit. Like when we walked on fire at Tony Robbins, I was not even phased by it. I'm like, dude, we're not going to die for one because everybody's going to live because they're not going to have anybody die at their event. But no. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I know it's so life changing for so many people, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't like it, it didn't, it didn't have an effect on me at the Dude, Tony Robbins. You've walked on fire. fire your whole life. Exactly. I did way worse, crazier shit than that. So, and I'm not saying that to be arrogant, but I'm just saying like, so anybody that like, if you, if you've been through a lot of everybody's not, if, You've been through a lot of traumatic shit. If you're crying about it and making excuses, that that's not the way to go. And that's the, you're you're just putting yourself for you're not a fucking victim. All right. If you're an adult, you have you have the de decision right now to go and do the so, fucking hard work and change it all. You know what so I mean? So I'm gonna ask a question that the whole everybody's at one ask, like, okay, so what the hell happened at 33, Zach? 
that made you so, do the deep dive on your right. dad? Great question. And this is the shit, dude. All right. So I turned my life around at, at, at age 26 when I missed my twin son's birth by 20 days. I said, I'm moving in this direction that we're moving in now. Got out and I did the same fucking shit that I did my whole life and changed it to a positive. And I was living on edge and doing building the business and always had to have more and more, more. Like I, I was doing the same shit with drugs and putting myself in dangerous situations, chaotic situations, self-sabotage, all this shit that we do. I was doing the same shit in a positive way with building the business, working 16 to 18 hours a day, getting all these stacking up all these fucking wins. And every time I'd win, I'd be on top of the world for 20 seconds. And I'd be like, what's next? What's next? What's next? It was never enough. All this shit. Right. And so I got to the point where on the outside, it looked like, dude, this dude was just in prison. Now he's absolutely fucking crushing it. And he's, he's on top of the world, but I was fucking miserable inside. And, and, and that's that's what what led me down. It's like, dude, there's got to be something more. So what'd you do? Yeah, man. So 2021, uh, at the end of 2020, um, we moved into Winsville out of out of North County, and so now we had a big enough house. My daughter wasn't sleeping in our closet. And that's you know what I'm that's saying? in St. Louis. That's in St. Louis. Area. In the St. Louis area, it's about 40 minutes out. Uh, Winsville is. We were in St. Louis. We moved out of the ghetto into a nice neighborhood. Um, so boom, did that, did everything they said I never do. Then the following month, January, 2021, I held my first mastermind, 10 entrepreneurs from all over the U S we had a uh, beach house mansion in Pensacola, Florida, Bro. all this shit. Right. And yet here I was miserable and wasn't even soaking that in. And I was like, that's when I was like, there's gotta be something. And I was literally leaving there and I left there to go interview Sean Whalen in person, left the mastermind to go do that. They had it all yep. set up like that. And, and I was still fucking miserable, man. And so that led down and 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 there was a bunch of different things that tipped off like i had an interview with tucker max and he uh he he said some shit like called me out on my shit basically and i wanted to be like dude you don't fucking know me but my that was my ego's reaction but wow. i was like i was like i had the self-awareness to be like well what if what if he's saying has has some truth what if i haven't unturned every stone you know and wow. thankfully i had it's self-awareness is key it's everything and so thankfully i had that self-awareness and i think and how you get self-awareness is by turning off your fucking phone and going into mm. darkness and a fucking dark and sitting with yourself with no distraction and no so what did, none. So what did you do? Like after, uh, like, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff, but uh, mainly I I studied uh, for nearly a year. I had Doctor Dan Angle. Uh, I was looking into MDMA assisted psychotherapy, and uh, right. Doctor Dan Angle uh, has a book on it called A Dose of Hope, and they have seventy percent. Uh, healing uh, healing rate in clinical trials right now for PTSD for veterans and all types of shit. And so this shit is like kicking ass. Seventy percent success rate in a clinical dose trials. Of hope. A dose of hope is the name of the book by Dr. Dan Angle. I had him on my podcast too. You can check out that podcast episode. But um, so I really went and actually did my due diligence. Right, I wasn't like, oh, let's just go do some fucking psychedelics and shit. Right, you know, or, right, or whatnot. Right, right, right. I looked into and this is what the therapy that called out to me. And I've done other therapies too like psilocybin uh microdosing with that and i also done stuff that isn't psychedelics like ef uh emdr therapy uh 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 psycho psychotherapy uh what you call it talk therapy all this shit but anyways back to the story is uh how i started though is i i really looked into mdma assisted psychotherapy uh did my due diligence on it and then i went and did my first session uh in october 5th of 2021 and it was the first time in my life matt i mean fucking business right here the first time in my life i've ever had any type of release of any of that shit it was so can, like can you explain what that is because i'm i'm not familiar with that term all right so what i mean is i throughout my whole entire life since i was seven did well i know the release part but the the MD blah 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 therapy MDMA yeah what is that psychotherapy so MDMA is a, is a it's a ah uh, oh by the way man we're talking about all this shit uh, disclaimer I'm not a health professional a medical professional uh, uh, a legal no, but advocate you experience I'm just it. sharing my experience yeah, yeah go for it <laughs> um uh, MDMA is uh, a natural uh, uh thing that grows in the earth it's a psychedelic okay. right and okay. uh what do you call it uh, assisted psychotherapy is a therapy that they develop from it and what it does is it oh. cracks open the psyche basically now i'm not a fucking doctor like i said i'm just 
sharing what I've learned through my Whoa, own experience. Oh, this is, sounds awesome. Yes, it is awesome. It cracks open the psyche, right? And and I this drew me, this called to me because like when I when I talk about that Alice shit, I, like I like to go do the biggest baddest shit, right? Like 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 let's go do it, right? And so this was the hardest shit, right? And like if you're talking about cracking open the psyche and letting all this shit from your childhood, those traumatic shit come to the oh, surface, boy. and you get to sit there and feel it and relive it, and oh, you know what boy. I'm saying? That's what that's what it does, and for for six hours, and it's not in like a painful way you have this somatic release. So I, I was, my, my guide was like, you got, you got a lot of release there. You got a lot of oh, somatic boy. release going on my jaw, bro. Like I, I, I had to, I, the, after this, I started bringing a mouth guard because I didn't know, but I, I was biting Holy the pillow. Holy crap. I was biting the pillow. Cause my jaw was, was, Oh my God. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but like, it was it's like going, shivering, but hard. And it's called somatic release. Look it up. And uh, it was also having somatic release through uh, muscle spasms in my in my in my in my uh, calves and and uh, forearms, and you could see like it looked like a little alien in my muscle and stuff. It was wild, what but it's the uh, world. It's and it's releasing the trauma that is literally stored in your stomach. All right, and this is like shit I read on. Like you go re- read on the shit, but uh, um, it it's stored in your stomach, and then you and you shit it out afterwards, like in diarrhea form or whatever. Oh yeah, purge you purge it purge that shit man and dude that felt so fucking good and i was like man this shit's the real deal it's the first time i ever got any type of release in my life because i tried all the negative ways to try to get release and all the positive shit like building the biz all this shit yeah 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 getting you have to feel literally feel those feelings that you're stuffed and stored away and you have to feel it and get it to get it out of your body now that, that's just a therapy itself. Now the the hard work is the shit afterwards. After you learn all the shit that was that, that your ego has been hiding you from your whole life, now you got to go and integrate it in many different ways. Like, like you said, the, the process you told about earlier, and like that includes like man writing letters to yourself or writing letters and burning yep. them, yep. Uh, forgiving yourself and forgiving others, letting go yep. of resent. Like, dude, there's a whole lot yes. of shame, your own guilt yes. and shame. Man, yes. It's nasty shit, but man, it, when as you get rid of it, you become the best version of you. Like I am literally today the best Zach I've ever been in my life mm. since 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 a kid, since before mm. I fucking started getting all this shit happening to me. One thousand well, percent. You know, I've known you for a while since about two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty, and I can say like clarity wise, calm wise, I've never seen you like this ever. Like you're, you're super focused, like super focused. Thank you, brother. Um, and, uh, I, you know, there's a, there's this clarity to you that, um, it's whole, you know, and that's, that's a, that's a beautiful thing for people to experience whole. Um, you know, I, I, uh, this experience you had is that something that you can do local or like is do you you have to go away to do that like i was going in tennessee um it's getting ready to be uh it's still a schedule one uh whatever so you have to go through like there's places that you can travel to go do it legally it's going to be legal in the in the states not too long weed's already legal in most places but uh the the psychedelics are coming uh but uh yeah i was going in tennessee to do it um, and so I live in Missouri. Uh, it's about a four hour drive for me, four to five hours, oh, depending on where bad. you're coming from. Yeah. So, and so I, it, it's, uh, it's wild, man. He's like, you go and you, you I went to the, to the hotel room. Uh, you, you take the dosage, you put the blindfold on. So there's no distraction. Right. And then she, uh, play this, uh, music that is, uh, um, uh, I don't know, kind of like, uh, kind of like it puts you in a mood for it or whatever to, to go it's like deep a ritual or like a ritual music yeah and and it kind of just lets you go deep and then about 30 to 45 minutes it starts kicking in and um you know mdma it, it, like I, I used to do mdma ecstasy as a kid to party and shit and so like i was doing it then and i knew that mdma is a feel-good drug like it makes you feel good like it does it opens up those receptors like the serotonin in your body gets mm-hmm. released and um but uh it's cool because like there'll be some good stuff that comes up too, but there's also like a lot of traumatic shit and you want the real good traumatic shit to come up so you can start going to work on that. 
So do they, the guide works with you on talking to you through this or she just is there as a facilitator? Yeah, that was the hard. That's the hardest part for me is the integration part. But yeah, she does the facilitation uh, through Zoom for uh, you know, and also in person if you're if you're close or whatnot. But um, that's the hardest shit, man, is because like then after the, the it's easy to go and do the session, man. But when you when you come back, that's the real work where you actually like oh, so now I'm actually self aware of this. Yeah. and now i see where that pattern shows up in all of my life and how that's all me and nobody else it's all me and now i gotta re rework these habits and and catch myself in those moments and then also do the work to release these things that you're still holding on to so that's the hard part (laughs) and that is hard because that's where the guilt and the shame come in strong Mm. yeah man one thousand percent you guys, you guys are getting some good uh, therapy talk today. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know it was going to go this direction, but I'm happy to share, man. No, this dude, is, it's it's your shit. it's your story, and, and honestly, like this is where we're at now. It's how you had to find your voice. I mean, you talked about being a journey. Well, this is the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. Amen, dude. Like and right now, now, like, dude, right now, you, you shared, you shared. And I'm, I, sh- I shared this on, on only on one of the po- Chris Whitehead's podcasts uh, just recently, but nobody's life is perfect. And as you go and do this work, you can go and clear up the backlog of trauma that you have. But guess what? You're still going to face more trauma in life because trauma is unavoidable. It's part of life. All right. There's suffering, unavoidable suffering in life. And you just need to find the meaning. It's all about finding the meaning in that unavoidable suffering. But uh, that's my philosophy anyways. But uh, um, uh, damn. Uh, oh. I was talking about, I only share this on Chris's podcast uh, in here. Nobody's life is perfect. Even after you go and do all this work, there's always going to be that squeaky wheel in your life or you might have a bunch of squeaky wheels. And for me, and thank you for sharing it, man, is, is, is my relationship with my wife. We do not have, not only do we not have the best of relationship, there's times where literally we fight and argue in front of the kids. And I know that fucks those kids up, man. And, and, and it's like, I, I, in the moment, even sometimes, like I was like, I know I shouldn't be doing it, but I'm letting my ego get the best of me, and I do it anyways. Yeah. And I've been getting- we did we did the same thing, I, man, and that yeah. is, it it's uh, embarrassing. Yeah, and and like, dude, I'm not proud of that shit, dude. And like that's shit, dude. I I, I have talks with my kids, and I, it's 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 gotten to the point where my kids weren't even believing me. Like, dude, I don't even believe you, Dad. You 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 know what I'm saying? And like, that's the worst, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit, like I literally makes me want to cry talking about it, dude. Like, cause fucking love my kids, you know? And, uh, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's good at that pain, you know, uh, some people don't change and they, and they, they run away from that pain. They keep doing the thing, uh, for me, that pain, it gives me an opportunity to grow from it. And, and I've been doing, I'm not perfect, but I do a lot better. Like I, I still raise my voice sometimes, but I'll catch it and I'll breathe and I'll mm. go outside and say fuck real loud if I need to <laughs> uh, on the deck, you know, but, uh, but, um, you know, I'm getting better at that. And, and, and that's, that's the work. That's the hard shit. You know what I'm saying? And and by, by you sharing that with me, like that's the squeaky wheel in my life that I'm dealing with yeah. right now, you know? And, uh, well, the, Just like everything that's happened in our lives, it's all happening for a reason. Um, and for me, this divorce that I'm going through, this change that's happening with my family right now, Zach, in order for me to be me and grow the way that I'm growing, um, I know now, uh, I, I couldn't be and do the things that I'm going to be and do, uh, being with, um, Andrea. Um, Amen. and that, 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 that took me, uh, since August 5th to realize that this is going to be for the best. It's, it's really painful to go through, like just all the, you know, who's going to get what and who's going to pay for this and blah, blah, blah. There's all that kinds of stuff. Like you, it's stuff that, you know, you didn't sign up for, you know, you didn't sign up for it. Um, but I know that I'm not alone. I know that there's a lot of people out there that are going through divorce or that have been divorced or you come from a divorced family. 
um, that it's, it's hard. It's just hard. And um, it's just part of life. And what's important is that you continue to grow and own the mistakes like I've done, right? And that, that sounds like what, that's what you're doing. And that's, that's a big uh, gut punch, ego punch, um, to realize our mistakes um, and then grow from them. The, the growth is, is uh, the most important thing. But, um, you know, you're, you're going to have people that you care about. I'm not going to say who said this to me, but you're going to have people that you care about um, notice that you've changed for the better. Notice that you've grown that they feel that you've grown, but the the pain that you cause and the hurt that you cause, they, they will literally tell you it's too late. It's too late. And that's hard to swallow, you know, because you realize that the growth, Zach, and to everybody listening, the growth, the the, the things that you have to change, that I've had to change, that were my fault, that I've... I'm still working on, still trying to, to, to correct. They're not for anybody else but me. And, and I have to correct it for me to be a better me, right? And that's what you're figuring out is that, you know, of course it's for your kids and, it's, and I'm doing it for my kids. That, that's a big reason. But I got to do it for myself first. Amen. <laughs> Because I'm the Bro. one that has to wake up every day. Can I expand on that? Yeah, go. Bro, amen, dude. Like, dude, all right. I taught, it's my story. Like, hey, I turned my life around when I missed my, my twin son's birth, 20 days before they were born. So like, oh, you changed your life for your kids. Like, no, part of it was for them, but it was for me first and foremost. Because for me, what was important to me was being a good dad because I didn't have a good dad. You know what I'm saying? And like, look, man, even no matter how hard you try not to, you're always going to project onto other people. You're going to project your own experience and whatnot on other people. And then the more you become aware of it, then you can, you know, obviously do work. That's another story. But like for me, I wanted to be a good dad because I didn't have that. And that was for me first and foremost, you know, and obviously it's for my son too, because I care about my son. Of course I care about my son. I care about my family. But like you said, it's for you first and foremost, you can't fill up a cup from an empty cup. And because, you know, my dad, he was there, but he was also gone a lot. You know, he drank, like I said. Um, emotionally, he was not there for me. It was my mom a lot. But you and I have had to learn how to be the kind of father that we should be. And we're still learning. Yes. And that's, <laughs> that's, it's hard. It, it's, um, you know, uh, my dad was gone a lot. He would come to things when he could. And before all this went down for me, August 5th, um, you know, uh, I didn't really take him to school. I didn't really pick him up. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time with him like I should have. Um, and I've corrected all that, like complete 180. But at what expense? Um, you know, I'm getting divorced. That's the expense, you know? And the, the ego got in the way, just like you talked about. You know, May 2nd, when I got my keys taken away at Winfield High School, that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, I was done with public school. They took my keys away um, because I uh, supposedly bullied or targeted some kids in school and I got suspended with pay for the rest of the year. And so I went all in on voice by Matt and, um, put blinders on. We'll call it, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make up a term business blinders, business <laughs> blinders. I put on biz blinders and, um, I even, I even told, uh, Andrea, I said, I'm going to be gone this summer a lot. I got all these events. It's going to be hard for us. And she said, okay, good. Like, let's make it work. And that was my green light go. And I was gone a lot. And not only gone a lot, I was energetically, presently gone, even in this space. 
because I was just coaching people nonstop on Zoom every day in this office, in this space. And they would come in and there were times they would come home and I wouldn't even know they came home. Like, that's not acceptable at all. But I've learned a valuable lesson to be present to, with the people that you love. Um, but unfortunately, you know, for Andrea and I, it, it was time for us to separate and move, move on in different directions. Um, but man, that process, divorce is, it's hard, real hard. Um, so, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I know you're going through a lot, Zach, um, in your relationship. My best advice is just be completely honest. Just dump it all, man. And just be like, here it is. And own it, obviously. I mean, because I know the ego, right? Like people point <laughs> things at you and they're like, yeah, but you did this. Especially guys like us, right? Because we got big egos. <laughs> and then it's embarrassing and you're like, shit, yeah. I did that? Oh, mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Great. Yeah, you got me. Dang it. Now what? And hopefully to the people out there listening, hopefully your uh, person, your soulmate, whoever it is that you're with won't say it's too late. Um, so Zach, let, let's, let's get on to a different subject. Um, what a, what's, What's in store for Zach now? Like, where are you at now and where are you going with, with your voice? Man. Like, like, cause, cause you, you're a creator. You got this yeah. D bag guy that that's coming up on the radio air, airways. It's, you know, I saw him talking to Tony Watley, um, Chaz D bag. And, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm having so much fun with that, with that character, man. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, he's got a, He's got an Instagram page, a YouTube channel, and a uh, and a TikTok. Oh, a His name's Chaz D Bag. It's C H A Z. It's Zach spelled backwards, <laughs> and then uh, D Bag. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. I never even put that together. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Tony Watley uh, helped out with the with the name too. So big shout out to my dude. Uh, that shit was funny, but uh. It's just uh, it's funny because what I'm doing is I'm shining a light on most of these internet marketing gurus, um, where they have these big, these egotistic like every 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 one of them, including myself, does. Um, but these internet marketers, these egotistical guys that are just, rah, 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 you got to do this, be like me, yada yada, and think they're better than people and and whatnot. So it's calling that shit out and then uh, just making fun of it and uh, put, and making people laugh, you know, giving people something to uh, smile about throughout the day. Got my daughter standing right here. I told you, uh, she was standing home from school today. But what's up, she's, girl? Yeah, <laughs> but um, what do you call it? Uh, um, what I would say where I'm going, man, is uh, this right here. Separate talking about that creator role, man. Creator all day, and here's where it's going. I'm building a big, like I'm claiming this shit now, dude. Like those fucking gigantic brands, those fucking like, oh yeah, like no, not the gain. It's not for those reasons. It's because like. I, I realized that, man, my message is what helps people and, and, and coaching people or whatnot. And so I'm leaning all the fuck away into that because I stepped away from the content for too long for nearly three years, dude, and, and, and going to work on this personal stuff. And I, what I realized through that process is like, I should have never stepped away from doing the content at all. Just document the process as you go through it. And so it was a great learning experience for whatnot, man. And I'm leaning all the way into it. Uh, I prayed a lot on uh, to God. You know, you don't, you don't have to be like a religious person. I'm not religious. I just real spiritual. I believe in God. And I pray to him a lot. And my whole philosophy on life is just to focus on your own controllables and let God do the rest, you know, and pray, pray to him on that. Um, so that's really the simplest way I could put it. But build, building the brand, right? Uh, huge, 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 crazy big brand. And what I'm doing through that, man, is what I like to lead with is I like to help people build dominant brands because that's what people want. You know, in gold and marketing, you got to sell people what they want, then give them what they want and need because nobody buys what they need. And so I lead with that and I do help people build dominant brands, personal brands. Uh, but really what I give them what they need is this story like I've been doing is through this content. Some people are going to hear it, not everybody, but some people are going to hear it and it's going to help them to start go working on shit that's important to them and change their uh, generational cycles. 
uh, family generational cycles or whatnot. And to me, that's the most important work that I could possibly do. And so I'm stepping all the way fuck in it and I'm, and I'm owning it 100%. And the, the alpha underdog, can you uh, explain what, what that means to you? Yes, I was because you started the uh, hold on, baby. You started the episode with that, and so I was, I thought we were gonna go that. Uh, so did it purposely, obviously. Alpha underdog, they're contrasting words. Um, and here's the deal I'm, I'm targeting it, you know, a lot of everybody's an underdog, but are you an alpha underdog? Are you gonna take the situation that you're given and rise up and make the most mm -hmm. out of it? And that takes a very special type of person to do that. And so that's who I'm targeting that we're all underdogs, right? Every single person is underdog. If you're trying to achieve something that you've never done before, you're an underdog. Um, we all got odds stacked against us in one way, form or another. And so that's what the whole alpha underdog is about. I love it, dude. So uh, the event coming up, it's coming uh, in the next year or it's coming at some point. Um, yep. And so... I want to, I want to, uh, yeah, I like to, uh, uh, like you, man, dude, that's it. That's it. Real quick. This is the, and this take two seconds. The game in, in building a personal brand is just being real and sharing your struggle. And that gets, uh, you know, I almost got to the point where I got away almost for that. Cause I felt like, Oh, now I built this brand. I got to act like I'm perfect all the time. I fell into that trap and that's bullshit. Nobody's perfect. Boy. And you're always going to have the squeaky wheel. You know what I'm saying? And yes. so as you get, as you grow and stuff, know it, you got to stay humble and you got to remain, you got to know you're a human. All right. And so, um, why was I saying that? Uh, there was a point cause I was going to, I was going to share your some. event. Oh, the event. Yeah. 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 And so, um, yes, we're going to be doing the event. I'm pushing it back. It was in February 10th. I got my ass cracked in these events, dude. But guess what? I showed up, but I got my ass cracked financially. And I love it because I learned so much on how to, how, dude, I learned so much and I wouldn't change any of it. But financially, I'm still paying for the last event. I held two events in uh, 2022, took out a Stripe loan, guys, to fucking go out and make this shit happen. Betting on myself all the fuck in. All right. Got four, uh, 45 days, made the decision, took out the Stripe loan and, and, and got 80-something people in at their first event. Got 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 my ass cracked on it but uh, financially and then went and did it 55 days later, did another one and only had 27 people up. And we, were, we had the sales knocked out of us that time. Like, all right, well, we'll just do it once a year. And, I, and, and then so I held this next one, this past event, had uh, 46 people up in the room that showed up for it. It was a great event too, by the way. Um, yeah. All of them were. Um and got my ass cracked financially on that too. And guess what? Wouldn't change any of it. Uh, almost got all my all, all the all the dues paid on that. Uh, recovered, yeah. uh, uh, coming back stronger. And yeah, I'm still gonna hold the event. I'm pushing it back uh, to stabilize. And uh, now I know a lot more. Now I know everything that I know through that process. So you're never going. Uh, you're never going to get there if you don't attack your dreams. And and and, dude, I wasn't ready for the event. Never was. Guess what though? Not now. I am. You know what I'm saying? I learned through that process, and now I'm so much more uh prepared and equipped for it so yeah i guess the 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 real lesson the real takeaway from that whole experience because i'm still coming back from it i would like to revisit that maybe if i ever get a chance to come back on the podcast oh you will and i'm going to be on oh, your yeah. podcast soon too oh yeah and oh so by, by the way guys matt will be the mc when we jam it's either going to be in july 2024 and i might have to push it back a little bit after that we're going to jam for sure in 2025 at the latest all right because yeah. we're coming back but uh, Matt's going to be your MC at that. So can't wait. Oh, I'm pumped. Zach, yeah, buddy. So like, you know, Ed, I love Ed Milet. And he always says, cast your vision every day. And, and Andy talks about it too. Like cast your vision every day. And so, you know, my vision is um, being on a private jet, going around the world, teaching people how to find their voice, having a team, going all around the world, helping people find their voice, keep, share, connect their voice, right? Um, have a place in New York, have a place in LA, um, eat the best food, be the best father I can be, um, be ex at experiences, like MC, speaker, helping people find their voice worldwide, right? So that's my vision. So what's your vision, Zach? Vision is here, man. I'm just like you got it mapped out in finer detail. I haven't talked about it because, like, so you guys got it on bore you or whatnot. You I want to know. Since you I want to know. Since you asked. <laughs> oh, dude. So, super long term vision. We're going to get 100 to 200 acres and we're going to build a family plot. I got, we got, there's six of us, uh, me, me, Stephanie, and then our four kids. 
And so we're going to have a family plot where, where we're all connected, right? And have a little, oh, pound, pound, yes. little dirt bike trails. Uh, we're already starting our homestead business here at the house that we got three acres on now. But uh, we're starting with uh, chickens, uh, but we're going to have a homestead business. We're going to do meat, all that stuff. And that's going to be able to create a business where I get to spend it with my family, the mm. ones that I love the most. So I'm literally designing my lifestyle like we're already doing it now, like it's a long term vision. But um, that's just a piece of it. You know, that's where I want to go, like with my family. But I want to die. I know exactly how I want to die. I want to die from a long like I, I, I want to be able to tell everyone goodbye. And I die from a long, healthy, high quality, potential fulfilling life. All right. Amen, a long, bro. high quality, potential fulfilling life. No dying of some bullshit fucking terminal illness or whatnot. Die from natural causes. Long, happy, high quality, potential, fulfilling life. I feel um, it. I feel and it. so, uh, yeah. And, and like, and for me, like I use negative motivation of like me dying from some, from, from some illness or something because of the decisions I was making. It helps me run from that pain. But uh, yeah, th those are big pictures want to create generational wealth uh for each kid i want to leave them each behind five million a piece and through real estate and we want to do short-term look at him and we're going to yeah, do short-term rentals vision. all over yeah we're going to go all over we're starting in florida and tennessee uh places that we visit frequently because then we'll be able and we're going to get exotic like mastermind luxury spots where i can hold masterminds at also let my friends hold masterminds at rent them out throughout the year or use it whenever we visit whenever whenever we we come through that way and so that's how we're going to do it I'm glad I asked this question. Yeah. And then so Alpha Underdog, I want to sell that for a nine-figure exit. Alpha Underdog is to give Alpha Underdog something to represent all of us Alpha Underdogs to go out and show the world who the fuck we are and 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 also create a ton of American jobs because we're going to build a warehouse here and create a ton of American jobs. And I love providing for families like that and sell for a nine-figure exit. And that's going to be the cash cow that helps fund the real estate stuff. And then Alpha Dog Pound and Alpha Dog Pound Live that's where I get my real fulfillment, where I get to coach people in depth and make that impact through my content to help them go work on those generational curses and help them build a personal brand in the process, a dominant personal brand in the process. And that's how I tie it all together. All right. I have one more question before we end. <laughs> I didn't so, even get into like physical and health and like family and all that shit, but I got I that mean, mapped out too. Yeah. Hold so on, this is going to like, I'm, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. So this is something I've been talking about in my speeches. I actually taught about it last night in my uh, my group, The Vocal Order. We had our first call. Um, but everybody has a rhythm to them, all right? Like a pace, like a rhythm. And I have a pretty good idea what your rhythm is. But what I want you to do, you're going to have to, what, what's your daughter's name? Lindley. Lindley. You're going to have to put her down for a second because I, I want uh, you to... I, w I want you to do this, all right? So what you're going to do is you are going to clap Zach's rhythm. All right. Okay, so on the count of three, I don't want you to think about it. Just kind of put your hand by the mic, and I want you to clap what's Zach's rhythm of life. Ready, set, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Perfect. <laughs> So you guys, it, it was the slow do, 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 do. Then what happens after that? It's over. After you live it all and it's over, baby. You left it all on the line. A long, happy, potential, fulfilling, high quality life. No, I love that, dude. Because everybody has a rhythm, right? And a frequency of energy. You know, mine is. that right there but what, what i'm excited about is everybody that has a frequency of energy that's a rhythm when we connect together like zach and i connect together there's synergy there's there's cohesive energy that intertwines and then we connect on a spiritual energetic level and it's so cool to be around people that have that that power, that energy. Um, so, you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to close with that because I want people to think about that. I want people to think about what's their energy, what's their, you know, what's their, their energy, um, blueprint or, or thumbprint, right? Um, cause we all have it. 
Um, but Zach, is there anything else that you'd like to close with today before we go? Like, how can we get a hold of you? Um, and uh, just leave us with some words on uh, how you found your voice and any encouragement. Yep. Uh, you can find me underdogempowerment.com has all my social media on there. Uh, social media is real Zach Babcock on all uh, social media channels. Um, and what I would leave everybody with is what I said earlier, man. Um, dude, I, I'm not no fucking guru and I ain't got life figured out and I ain't perfect. And I'm always going to have some squeaky wheel that I'm working on. Um, hold on, baby. I'm wrapping up. And my daughter's like, like, dude, you're done with this podcast. It's time to go. <laughs> but, um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, what you call it? Uh, but, uh, like I said, I ain't got none of that figured out. This is for me, this has literally been my strategy and it's worked for me. All right. I've been through a lot of shit with it is I focus on what I can, can control and I give the rest to God and I pray. And that's mm. literally what I do because I, I, I wouldn't be shit without God, period. That's right. Oh man, Zach, this is a great podcast. And uh, I know that you're going to help a lot of people. Um, and uh, I'm excited for people to listen to this. Um, and thank you for being on my show, man. And I can't wait to be on your show. And then uh, I'll have you on back on my show. And especially we'll do some events too again. So we got oh, all yeah. that coming up. Oh, so yeah. Guys, it's, 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 it's just the beginning, baby. We're just getting started. Oh, yeah. So thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you on the next episode. And be sure to reach out to Zach and tell him hello. He's really good with uh, sending DMs back and messages back. And if you need anything um, for branding or how to dominate your brand, go to Zach Babcock. He will hook you up. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you later.